friends and foes, welcome to Brushwick Podcast. My name is Stephanie Scott, and today we're talking about the importance of taking a break, part two. In last week's episode, I went over the importance of resting, about how much struggle I've had with rest in the last, you know, honestly, couple of years of my life. In the past, I have planned time to rest and have been unable to do so fully because I've been thinking about my work. About two months ago, I decided I really don't want to live this way. And it all came to a head when I had come back from a month-long trip abroad and had been feeling really good, but immediately went back into my old habits of working and non-stop working. It hasn't been good for my brain. It hasn't been good for my energy levels. And I wanted a real change. So I found this program by the one and only Nicole Baker called Get Productive. And in the last episode, I went through the first four weeks of this course, which is designed to change our relationship with productivity, with success, and with how we approach our work. One of my big goals in life is to have lots of fun with my artwork for the entirety of my life. And I think with this course I've been taking, it's taking me in the right direction. In the first four weeks of the program, we've gone over many topics. The first of them being defining what our terms of productivity was, and then defining what flow state was, breaking our daily tasks down into matters of high importance and low importance, learning to define what rest was and how to put it into our daily life. Really good things. If you haven't listened to the first episode, stop this one and go back to that one. For part two of this episode, I wanted to talk about weeks five and six of the Get Productive program. And I want to chat about how my life has really changed since I've been implementing these lessons I've gotten from Nicole. It's been about four weeks between this episode and part one. And the way I'm approaching work is pretty different. But before I get ahead of myself, I want to go back to week five. In week five of the program, I think we learned one of the most useful tips that Get Productive has to offer. In week five, we go over the schedule. I was thinking to myself, why did Nicole put week five as the schedule week, right? Like sometimes when I think about productivity, I was like, wouldn't that be like a week one or two thing, right? Like you change your schedule right from the get-go and that magically cures all. But After I've been through the program, I understand that you have the scheduling on the fifth week so that you can take the new habits of how you look at the little things in your day-to-day and actually implement them into something way better. I'm going to walk you through the exercise that Nicole had us do for week five. If you're interested in a more in-depth walkthrough of the schedule, Nicole has her own episode on her podcast just totally dedicated to this, which you should go listen to. In week five, what Nicole had us do is write out a weekly schedule. Okay, so she has us get out a big piece of paper and from Sunday through Saturday, make seven columns. Then she had us divide the columns horizontally. So we had a morning and an afternoon slot for each day. And then she also had us write out a smaller evening slot for the evenings. Now, a morning slot and an afternoon slot are, you know, specific in time, but vague for what you need. For the mornings for me, that's between 9 a.m. and 1 p.m. basically. My my afternoons don't really start till 1 p.m. onwards, so that's kind of how I arrange that timeline. You do what works for your schedule. Then, before we wrote down anything on this calendar, she had us make a interesting quadrant chart. So in the chart, she has you write out what is your personal must-dos, and your personal wants. 
and then your business must-dos and your business wants. And each one of those goes in its own quadrant. She had us write out what our most important business tasks were, especially when they related to our big goal. And remember, my big goal for this course was try and sell every painting that I make this year. So I'm going to tell you what all of my business things were. On my business side, my business must-dos is uh, number one, to paint. That's the core of what I do, right? Painting, and that's also Twitch time for me. I stream four days a week on Twitch. Number two was social media creation. This is recording clips for my Instagram page, taking photos, etc. Number three was recording podcasts, like I'm doing right now. Number five was editing podcasts. For me, those are separate things. Number six was doing website updates, blog updates, pictures, etc. Number seven was making podcast promotional images. Number eight is cleaning time. It takes me about half an hour each day of cleaning before and after I paint. And then I had a special extra time, which was what I call open box. For me, this open box time is scheduling when I'm getting my paintings photographed and it's time for meeting with clients and it's time for just doing whatever I need to do that doesn't necessarily happen on a weekly basis, but needs its own time each week, an open space for it. So I call it open box. And then the last thing I need to do as a business must is um, content scheduling, putting this into my website, into later, which is my preferred posting um, scheduler and things like that. All of these things take me an hour or two to do, sometimes three, and they have to happen each week. Okay, so then she had us write down our business wants. And she said to write down just a couple of them. And I don't have that many anyways, so these are the things I wrote down. I want to start a YouTube channel. I like having a podcast, and I thought it'd be really cool to put these podcasts in video form somewhere. I haven't started it yet, but I would like to do that. The next thing I would like to do is get on Pinterest. I have an account, but I haven't really touched it in seven or eight years. <laughs> it's been a while. And the third thing I would love to do is take on a student or two. So she had us look at that list of wants, and she said to pick out one item and put a little star next to it. So I chose YouTube. And I put a little star next to it. And then she said, you're going to go onto your personal side. What are your personal musts? And then she looked me dead in the eye. <laughs> and she's like, Stephanie, you have to put relaxation as your personal must. Like, it needs to be the number one thing. And so I wrote down relaxation. But then I thought, okay, what are some other personal must things that have to get done each week? Uh, number one is chores. I need to clean my living space. I usually do those on Saturday mornings, but I wrote it down here as it's a must. Um, exercise is a must for me. I need to either be working out or going on a walk or go roller skating, which is one of my favorite hobbies. Then the fourth thing I put down was financial upkeep, right? Like when am I checking my credit cards? When am I checking my bank statements? When am I checking um, just anything that has to do with money? That's a must. A personal want is I want to read more. I love reading books. I have an art book club. <laughs> I love reading fantasy books. I love reading romance. I love just books are my favorite things. So I'd like to have more time for reading in my in my life. Um, another one is to have a consistent date night with my partner. That would be awesome to have each week. 
And the third one I wrote down, I'm not going to tell you because I don't want to. <laughs> but for the same thing as with business, she's like, look at your th- your wants that you wrote down for your your weekly schedule and star one. So I starred reading because I think that one would bring me really reliable relaxation. So that's fun. Okay, so we have our, our personal musts and our personal wants, our business musts, our business wants. So now what she has us do is pull out our schedule. And the schedule is awesome. And she's like, you're gonna pick, starting with your business, you're just gonna slot it into your schedule. It gets put into the morning spot or the afternoon spot. With this point, back in week three or so, she had us think about our prime hours. Prime hours are a point in the day where you're really focused and you're thinking, okay, I have the most energy to focus. I can do the hardest tasks that require the most mental energy to do. And so you you wanna think about that when you're putting these items into your calendar. So like, for example, I'm gonna put in my prime hours, which for me is in the morning, um, you know, recording my podcast. Cause that takes a lot of focus and I'm gonna put like responding to emails. That's also gonna go in a morning spot. So you start by putting in your business musts into the calendar. So like Monday mornings, that's podcasting work. And it's also podcasting editing work. In Monday afternoons, that's content creation, filming, taking photos, that sort of thing. On Tuesdays, I have my podcast is put out into the universe, right? So I need to make sure everything is fine on Tuesday mornings. This usually takes me a few minutes if I've done everything else right. (laughs) Also on Tuesdays, I like to exercise in the mornings. So I'll either do a yoga class or I'll go on a walk or something like that. Tuesday afternoon is for painting and twitch. So I do painting, I do twitch. I also put cleaning as like a bracket before and after painting on Wednesdays is my day off. It's magic. I don't do anything on Wednesdays related to work. On Thursdays, I have exercise, like sort of midday, and I paint in the afternoons. On Fridays, that's my open box time, right? That's when I'm gonna go to my photographer. That's when I'm gonna go meet with people. On Friday evenings, I also paint and do more cleaning. And on Sundays, in the afternoons, I also am on Twitch. Okay, so those are all my business things, right? So I'm working on my websites on Mondays. I'm working on my podcast on Mondays and Tuesdays. I'm working on cleaning almost every day that I paint. I have social media creation. I just pop it in here and there. Sometimes it's on Tuesdays and Fridays, depending on what is going on. And that's that's my business plan for the week. Now, she had a star, a business want, and mine was YouTube. And I'm like, okay, I have a whole open spot on Thursday mornings. I'm going to make Thursday mornings be my YouTube hour. I'm not going to spend all morning on it, but I'm like, what if I just spent, you know, 30 to 60 minutes on this every Thursday? That would get that goal done a lot faster than me just being like, oh, I wish I had a YouTube channel and just twiddling my thumbs over here. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) So that's... That's one way to really get started on any of your big goals in life. If you have like a giant goal around your artwork and you're like, I don't know how to accomplish it, but I do want to put it into my calendar. You you pick a little time once a week, like 30 minutes. I'm serious. Just 30 minutes is usually enough to get you started. And once that project starts to snowball into something 
with more, you know, tenacity and <laughs> bulk to it, then you can give it a higher priority time slot in your week. Okay, so then we switch over to personal needs. Um, for me, relaxation is something that needs to happen every day. I can't, I can't give it just like one afternoon a day. Like this is an every sort of day sort of thing. And I've made it a point in my schedule that once six o'clock hits, I don't want to be working anymore. I want to, you know, have cleaned up my studio. I want to be out of the studio doing one of my hobbies. I go and I look at the list of hobbies that I wrote down earlier um, in the program. And I'm like, okay, what are my things I can do to relax? Can I take a nap? Can I cook a great dinner? Can I go on a date with my boyfriend? Can I do some reading? Can I do some video games? Like what is it that I can do that's just only fun, right? And so that that goes down first. Saturday mornings are for chores. I just, I just put two hours aside and I just tried to do everything that I need to do. You know, clean the bathroom, start a load of laundry, et cetera, and et cetera. Um, I live with my partner and I have a couple of like house chores for the both of us that I do. And that's just when I get it done. I usually put on a podcast or some music and I, it takes me no time at all. I like blink and it's done. It's great. On exercise, I try to put this a couple times a week. So I really love doing an exercise either right before lunch or right after. So on Sundays, I like to take an hour long walk. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, I try to do some yoga. On Fridays, I do another walk or whatever I feel like at the time. I put those in there and it's really great. So now I have like a spot that's open for it. It's dedicated for exercise. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not good about exercising all the time. It's it's one of those things I struggle with, but it's something I really want to do. And by putting it into my calendar as open time, I'm much more likely to do it, you know? <laughs> and have it be a fun thing. Uh, whereas being like, you know, on January 1st of every year, you're like, I'm going to exercise and get fit for summer. No, none of that. You just, you put it in your calendar. It'll happen. <laughs> for financial stuff, I have decided that I want finance Fridays to be a thing. So on Fridays, I have a kind of a space between my open box hours and, you know, painting. So I've put finance Fridays to happen around 11 o'clock each Friday pretty good, right? And now I'm consistent with my financial upkeeps, which is great. I now go down to my wants, which is I want to read more, my personal wants. And I don't want to read right before bed, but I do want to have some reading time each day. So I'm either putting it in during my lunch hour or I'm putting it in after work. And that's really great. I also, now that I've been using the schedule for three weeks now, I'm also putting in some more roller skating times in the evenings. Um, it's summer out, so I can go outside and roller skate, which is really nice. And that's just, it, it's super, it's super. So week five was all about the schedule. And if you want to hear more about the schedule, uh, Nicole has a great podcast dedicated to this. Uh, just give it a look. Actually, I'll link it in the show notes. It's really good. But I've, I've used the schedule for about three weeks now, and... I'm noticing that I'm enjoying my time off more. Like I, I can have a Wednesday, which is a no artwork day for me. And I can plan things that are like gardening with my mother or going blueberry picking or <laughs> I don't know, other things that's just, that's only non-artwork. And that's really, really good. I also have 
a totally open morning on Sundays and an open afternoon on Saturdays, which are times I didn't have open before. I would have just worked during those times when I had nothing else planned. I think the key to making this schedule really good in focus of relaxing is to write out a list of things that help you relax. Like a big list, like things that you can do when it's raining, things you can do when it's dry out, things you can do when you have somebody, things to do when you're alone. Having a list for every kind of situation of like things I do that I love to do that are relaxing and chill. It's, I didn't think I needed to write out this list literally, but it's been making me very um, calm, which is the greatest thing. In week six, we did a recap of the program. And we, we wrote out a bunch of different answers to some questions that were asked of us in the first week. One of the questions that Nicole asked us was, what does rest do for you? What does rest give you? Before, before this program, I was thinking, you know, rest gives me anxiety. <laughs> and that was, that was my truth. That was what I was really feeling. Right now, I feel like rest gives me endless energy to do more artwork. <laughs> Which is nuts, right? Because I was like, my brain was so convinced that if I rest, I couldn't stop. That if I rested, I couldn't keep, like I'd fall behind. But now I'm like, no, resting lets me have more focus when I paint. It lets me have more focus when I'm doing, you know, emails to people. (laughs) The work is better. It's it's a lot, lot better. And I, man, what what a gift is that, right? That's really, really great. Some of the examples I wrote down for myself for things that really bring me rest and relaxations that help me slow down or even totally stop are calling a friend, making some non-caffeinated tea, (laughs) reading, writing letters. I love writing postcards to people, journaling and cross-stitching, playing games on my Switch, doing some tarot card readings, very fun. Um, You know, taking a nap, daydreaming, listening to an audiobook. sitting still and just listening to music like it really any of these things that you could do on a date in the 70s is like (laughs) things I want to do to chill out you know one of the last questions she asked us in the sixth week of the program was to think about the goal we came to the program with remember mine was I want to sell every painting I make in 2022 she then asked us to think about where we are with it now versus where we were six weeks ago with it and when I was thinking about this goal six weeks ago, it it felt vague. Like it was concrete, but it felt vague. And it felt like my plans weren't really serving me <laughs> in making it. And it felt, every time I thought about it, it felt like something that if I didn't accomplish, I would, I would be wrong. But now when I think about it, I'm like, okay, I want to sell every painting that I make this year. Now I think about it, I'm like, all right, I've got six paintings that I need to sell still. <laughs> And I'm making new ones each year, or not, sorry, <laughs> and I'm making new ones each each week. And I am excited because I'm talking to this one person about one of the paintings, and I think they're going to buy it. And if they don't, I think they might buy a print of it, which would be really, really cool. And I'm just like, it, it makes me like excited to keep trying to sell my artwork, <laughs> which is, you know, I used to be in a point in my life where I was like, selling artwork seems like such a drag. <laughs> I hate being salesy, but now I'm like, selling it is like a fun game. 
and it allows me to make more artwork because, you know, the artwork pays for itself. And it's just, I feel more supported by like my schedule, by my plan to chill. It's, it's been a lot better. As I move into the future of rest for myself, I'm thinking about, okay, how do I take a, another month off in two years? And how do I do shorter term tiny vacations and feel good about it <laughs> and not have to spend two weeks panicking over not working while currently on vacation? You know, remember that? Remember that, Stevie? I don't want to do that again. <laughs> and so I'm thinking about the schedule and I'm, I've actually got a vacation coming up in the next few months. And I'm, I'm thinking about how I'm going to approach that vacation and how I'm going to change the way I have vacations in the future, the way I have big rests or sabbaticals or, or even small, tiny trips. And I, and I think my new system that I've learned from Get Productive is just, it's going to carry me throughout the rest of my life. <laughs> Not to be too sappy about it. The biggest takeaways I've gotten from this program have been the one-sitting tasks, the scheduling out one-sitting tasks in ways that make sense, like really breaking down every single thing into its smallest steps and writing that out. No more putting update website on my to-do list. No, no. It's now update the about section and change the links. <laughs> it's, it's update the gallery and write a description for this specific painting, right? And it's like breaking things down that much is the step I'd been missing for years. I am looking forward to a life of no more burnout. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm imperfect. I, I definitely had a night last week where I went to bed feeling anxious about finishing everything the next day. And I woke up and I was like, no, I'm okay. I have everything planned. I have everything planned out. Future me has got this handled. And that's one of my mantras that I'm leaving this episode on. Future me has got this handled. When I plan things out in all of its many teeny tiny little pieces, you will finish the jigsaw puzzle that is the goal of selling every painting that you made this year. It's just gonna happen. And I will be able to take a weekend off and enjoy it and not think about every podcast I have to do every painting I need to finish, every Twitch stream that I'm missing. I don't have to think about that because future me has got it handled. Upcoming things that I want to focus on when it comes to rest is maintaining this new schedule that works for me and adjusting it as necessary. Right now I'm in a push period. I've got a show coming up. I'm making a daily vlog series on Instagram and that's a lot of work, but eventually that'll slow down I won't have to be in a push period and I can take more time with everything that I want to get done. Not that I have to get done, but I, I really want to get done. And that feels good. I'm looking forward to reading some books that Nicole has recommended that have to do with art making. Um, a couple of them is The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. I've heard about this book for months and months, and I think it's going to be an upcoming art book club book. I also want to read Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Sounds really cool. And there's Atomic Habits, which could be a great read. <laughs> I just, I've heard about all of these books for many, many years, and I'm just like, I, now's the time. I feel encouraged to read them. I don't usually love reading productivity books, but these ones, they sound good. They sound good. They sound interesting. So I'm going to read those. In other 
really exciting news. I have Nicole Baker herself coming onto this podcast in the future. I sent her a message and I told her what I was doing with these episodes and that I was reviewing the Get Productive course that she put on. And I was like, hey, would you want to be on the podcast? And she said, yes. So in a couple of weeks, the podcast with her will be released. And I'm really excited for you to hear her perspective on things. I'm going to ask her questions about imposter syndrome. I'm going to ask her questions about rest. We're going to talk about so many things that have to do with productivity and being an artist. So stay tuned for that episode because it's going to be really good. I'm stoked. Friends and foes, it's been really good chatting with you about rest over the last two weeks. I hope you get a chance to find small breaks in your life, to find openness around your artwork and that you're able to have a new sense of energy around your artwork after listening to these. Let me know what your favorite ways to rest are. Like, what are some of your favorite hobbies outside of art making? Because I would, I love hearing about them, and I love collecting hobbies. <laughs> you can find me and the podcast at stephaniescott.art on Instagram, or at brushwickpod, also on Instagram. Take care, everyone. Make good choices, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye! Goodbye!